Hi, everybody, and welcome to Today in History. Turns out some interesting shit happened on December 9th. For starters, Odoacer occupied Dalmatia in 480 after becoming the king of Italy in 469 and ending the Western Roman Empire. Fun. Belisarius waltzes into Rome in 536. The Constituent Assembly of India met for the first time to read the Constitution of India in 1946. But I'm not really feeling any of those. So instead, we are going to talk about Texas. So what is up with Texas? What happened in Texas on December 9th? Well, in 1835, the Texans took San Antonio. This subject is probably something people from Texas have heard about, but over in Florida, the whole Texas Revolution thing is completely unknown, which is why I'm talking about it here today. So what started this revolution? Well, like any revolution, there are a variety of causes that have deep, complex issues behind them. Now, I'm going to sum that up because I really don't have time for that in this podcast. Everything I've read basically boils down to the Texans were more American than Mexican, and as Mexico was centralizing, the Texans wanted more independence. So the Texans rose up, leading to the Battle of Gonzales, where the first shots were fired, which I'm not really sure counts as a battle because it was, what, a grand total of 300 guys? Two people were killed? It was basically a first skirmish that becomes the first battle. After this, you have the Siege of Bear, which can be pronounced as the Siege of Bear or Behar. I prefer Bear because my sister's dog is named Bear and her husband is from San Antonio. So, you know, there. And this is really the meat of what we're talking about today. See, the Mexicans were not going to take a rebellion lightly. I mean, who would? So they marched north with Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana, general and president of Mexico, at their head. The Texans realized, hey, we should probably consolidate our gains over here. And they, led by Stephen F. Austin, marched on Bear County, where San Antonio sits. They laid siege for two months, fought and won the Battle of Concepcion, and in early December assaulted the city. The Mexican forces divide themselves amongst the town and the nearby fort, this fort being the famous Alamo. However, they wouldn't be able to hold either of the two. The leader of the Mexican forts there, a one General Martin Perfecto de Cos, attempted to consolidate his forces in the Alamo, but it didn't really work out. On December 9th, Cos sent messages for surrender. The terms were finalized at 2 a.m. that night, and all the Mexican soldiers were allowed to leave with their lives, but their equipment was left with the Texans. The Mexicans stayed in the Alamo for a few days to collect themselves and prepare for the trip south. And after that, they left. This process left 150 Mexicans killed or wounded or captured, and only 35 on the Texan side wounded or captured. The Texans would go on to win the war, forming the Republic of Texas in 1836. That would be annexed by the United States in 1846 and help trigger the Mexican-American War, which would last from 1846 to 1848. And that's just kind of the way history is. Old problems come back in new forms for new challenges. Anyway, that's all I got for you today. Come back tomorrow to find out what the Mongolian Revolution and Edward VIII have in common.